hey, this whole story of the resurrection of Lazarus by Jesus is a picture of salvation, that we are spiritually dead, yeah. and that uh, there's nothing, anything we can do to make ourselves undead. That's true. You know? And we're dead in our sin right. because of sin, and only Jesus can give resurrection life. And so the takeaway from the message was Jesus didn't come to make bad people good. He came to make dead people alive. We believe that there is always more to God's Word, and that if we dig a little deeper, we will find truth that will take us on a journey of amazing life change, a life of deeper hope, deeper truth, and deeper grace. Let's jump right in. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Deeper Grace Podcast. My name is Graham. I get the honor of hosting this Cool Cat show. And today we have the amazing, none other than the legend himself. Well, he's not a legend yet, but he he will be eventually. I think the requirement of a legend is being old. That's true. He's not there yet. That's why I backed it up. Oh, okay. (laughs) Thanks for that. Peter, Pastor Wayne Murray, how are you, sir? I'm doing well. Happy post-Easter. It is post-Easter. This is like two days after Easter, so hopefully got a little bit of a rest, maybe? A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. I think I've had like a little bit more caffeine than normal on the daily yeah. these last yeah. <laughs> couple me too. of days. <laughs> yeah. I have a cup of coffee sitting right beside me right now. Yes, he does. Yeah. Come on, somebody. Man, it was a good Easter though, wasn't it? It was amazing. It, it was way better than I expected. Gosh, it I mean, it was it blew my expectations. I mean, it was like Me too. So many people came back to church. Right. Which you kind of thought was going to happen, right. but not to the extent that we, you know? Exactly. You know, it's been such an unpredictable year. Yeah. We, we really didn't know where people were at, doing our best just right. to stay connected with people. Right. And just a big shout out to our team. For the awesome. past year, we have written, if not hundreds, thousands of handwritten notes. Yeah, we have. Phone calls and texts. Christmas signs in people's yards. I mean, this Which team... Which was this, super impactful, too. Yeah, this team has just done overboard. And, and you know, I just shared with everybody on yesterday, said, hey, we're seeing the fruit of relationships. That's, True. And that's what it's about. And it so, awesome. uh, you know, on one instance, you know, you, you just... I didn't want to get my hopes up too high because right. it's been a year of disappointment <laughs> all around. But, uh, yeah, it was better than expected. It, it was and there almost, was so much power. Yeah, oh, man. Yeah. The, it, was. it was. And it was funny. It's like you say it's so unexpected all year. It's almost like it just it was consistent in that it was unexpected still. Consistently you know? unexpected. That's right. Yeah. Consistently inconsistent. That's really good. That's a great way to describe the last <laughs> that year. That is exactly how it's been, right? Right. Man, but it was. I, you know, obviously getting to serve and work in it and walk around. Right. There was a buzz about people. Sure. Just getting to be around people. Yeah, I even saw a. Um, it could have been Barna. Don't don't hold me to that. It could have been somebody, but somebody said that, uh, or somebody did a poll, and there was one, like the number one thing people missed about being at church was the being with people. Yeah, yeah. that's it. And you could tell that they were just happy to be with people. Exactly. You know. Yeah, and awesome. and there was this. It, of course, it helped that the entire weekend was sunny and warm, and you know everybody's just outside. It, was awesome. it felt good. It looked good. You know, and people are seeing people for the first time in a long time. Yes. I mean, I'm going to tell you what, the amount of tears as people were walking out saying hello to me, uh, it was emotional. It was. It was powerful. It was great. The whole thing was good. Yeah. I had a lot of good feedback. Even the service was good. The service was, I mean, the service was good too. Yeah. I mean, and which which you hope it would be, right? Yeah. 
you know, all these people are coming back. I thought, I think, I think it was good. And the, and so speaking of the message or the, the service, right, let's go about the message. Cause that's okay. what we're about. We're going to take it deeper here. Uh, the message was, you know, obviously on Easter, we talk about the resurrection, right? Right. But this year we talked about a different resurrection, right? You normally the resurrection of Jesus. This time we talked about a different one. So tell us about which one we did, why we did it. What was yeah. your thoughts behind that? Yeah. What was God speaking to you in that? Sure. For that well, I've been, I've been pretty much living in the book of John for the last few months. And so uh, I was reading John chapter 11, the story of Lazarus. And uh, just a whole, the whole uh, emotion of that, just the personal nature of Jesus with his friends. This was Lazarus was his friend. Yeah, you know, this wasn't. Oh, by the way, Jesus did another miracle. No, it was very personal. Right. And so, just the personal nature of that story just jumped out at me, and so that became, you know, the impetus for the message. And then uh, a member of our staff, Pastor Matthias, was telling me about an illustration about. Uh, that he saw of Lazarus being unwrapped, and that yeah. became part of the message too. And so, That's a good one. yeah. And 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 the more I studied it, the more I the more I meditated on it, I realized, hey, this whole story of the resurrection of Lazarus by Jesus is a picture of salvation. That we are spiritually dead, yeah, and that uh, there's nothing, anything we can do to make ourselves undead. That's true, you know. And we're dead in our sin, right? Because of sin. And only Jesus can give resurrection life. And so the takeaway from the message was Jesus didn't come to make bad people good. He came to make dead people alive. That's so good. Yeah. And 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 I said this on, on the weekend, but the hardest group to preach to is the group on Easter weekend. Hmm. Because Why is that? Well, because people come to Easter because they're religious. Right. You know, or because, you know, this is what we do. Yeah. We come to church on Easter. But a lot of times they don't have a relationship with God that we think right. God wants them to have. Right. And so the you the first step in getting people right with God is helping them to see they're not right with God. Right. Or that they need a relationship with Jesus. That's right. And a lot of times I think people come to church on Easter weekend because I'm good. Right. I'm a good guy. I'm a good person. That's what we do. We're good people. We yeah. go to church on yeah. Easter. Yeah. And again, especially here in the heartland, yep. we're in Indiana. And so we're good people. Yeah. You know, who's your hospitality? It's all real, that man. stuff. I mean, the whole NCAA tournament was here for a reason because we are awesome. Yes. I agree with that. <laughs> we're good at hosting and a lot of stuff, but I, I agree with but, that. But when it comes to needing Christ, the first step in coming to a relationship with Christ is coming to the fact that I need Jesus. Yes. Yeah. And Lazarus's deadness right. illustrates our spiritual deadness. Yeah. And uh that's where it became a picture of salvation. Wow. Yeah, I like that. Um it's like, it's almost like we forget how broken we were before Jesus, especially if you've been in the game a while. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like maybe that's the, it's like, I guess, are you trying to say like, it's hard. How do we get these people who have this religious idea of God and that we do this thing right. Christmas and Easter, right? C, right? C and E's, right? Right. How do we get these people to understand there's so much more in this one service, <laughs> you exactly. know? Exactly. Like we've got to get them in and then show them that there's more to East or more to Christianity than Easter almost, like than the Easter Sunday. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, it's just like if I was sharing my faith with my neighbor or coworker or family member, the gospel presentation begins with all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. That's right. And the wages of sin is death. That's yep. the Romans road. It begins right there. Yeah. And so any message that is the gospel of Jesus Christ is going to begin with a message of death and right. sin. And I think 
in the 21st century that we're in now, we don't like to talk about that. We want to go straight to Jesus loves me. Right. You know, God wants me to be a son or daughter, and he absolutely does. A hundred percent. But we yeah. forget that the way you get there is through spiritual resurrection. I read something by Charles Spurgeon today. And he was you're talking. reading Charles Spurgeon. You're blessing me. <laughs> I That's follow, awesome. I follow some some posts, some Instagram stuff, and I get an email newsletter every every. Uh, Charles Spurgeon from, is on Instagram. Well, it's a guy who created his oh, account okay. or account with okay. his quotes and stuff like that. Right, because he's, um, he's dead. Obviously, he's 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 gone. Yeah. Uh, but uh, no, I've loved his stuff for a while. He he said something about uh, to that the the idea that. That God, like the love of God and all this, like the He loves you, you know, how you are, like He's got this whole idea. He's, he went far to say, that's just lie. It's wrong. Mm-hmm. He He doesn't like you how you are without Him because you're broken, right. you know, because you're in sin. Right. And He doesn't want you to be like that. Like He loves you so much, He's changing that. Like if He loved you right. as you are, He wouldn't have sent Jesus. Right. And you're going, wow, okay. No, that, that shook me because you're going, but you know, Charles Spurgeon just kind of said it. It's pretty deep. <laughs> he just... Yeah, and and th- that's where in the story in John chapter eleven, Jesus gets word that Lazarus is is sick. Yeah, but he's only two miles away from Lazarus at that point. He could walk over there. What less than a half an hour? Right, forty five minutes. Yeah, he intentionally waits for Lazarus to die. Hmm. I mean, if we think about that and try to process, why would the Son of God wait when he has the power to heal me, and yet he doesn't do it? Right. He tells his disciples later, he, this is for God's glory. Hmm. And he says, I'm a, I'm a, he says, Lazarus is dead. Two days later, he says, Lazarus is dead. Right. And he says, and for your sake, I'm glad, so that you could believe. Right. And again, Jesus wasn't trying to show off. He wasn't trying to say, hey, you think I can heal sick people? Watch right. what I'm about to do. I'm going to raise a dead person back to life. Right. No, no, no. I think this was a story for all eternity for us to realize that Lazarus is physically dead. Right. But we are spiritually dead, mm. and he says, "I am the resurrection and the life." Right, and no one comes to. And and so, if you believe in me, you're going to live forever. Right. So it's a message about salvation. Right, and I, I did. I love the. I love the direction you went about, like the wages of sin is death. Like that's what it costs you. Right. And we. That's where we sit. If we're without Jesus, that's where we sit. Right. And so. I personally, I thought you did a great job of presenting that aspect because I, I really do believe, uh, and I think I've heard it said before, is if you don't know how messed up you are, like if you don't know you're sick, you're not going to go to the doctor. Right. Right? Um, well, and if you go to the doctor and you're sick, you want the doctor to tell you the truth. Right. And if he doesn't tell you the truth, he can't help you. It's true. And and that's the same way in, in a relationship with Jesus. Jesus can help us, right? But we got to know the truth first. The reason is because we're spiritually dead, right? And we need a resurrection. We don't need to be rehabilitated, right? We need to be resurrected, right? And there's a difference. There's nothing I can do to make myself undead, right? I need somebody's help. Yeah, a dead I can't, person can't. Bring I can't be good back. enough to be undead. I can't give enough money to be undead. I can't be do enough good works to be undead. I right. need somebody on the outside to help me, and that's what Jesus said. I am that somebody. I am resurrection. So going back to he waits, right? Mm-hmm. So he gets word that Lazarus is sick and he waits. And that's I think that's a topic of conversation that most people have an issue with God about. Yeah. And it has a lot to do with our timing, right? We think it should work this way, maybe it doesn't work this way or or whatever it is. And I, and I know I've had personal experiences where I'm going, "Okay, God, when? What are you doing? Why right. aren't we why aren't we moving?" Right. And you know it says in there that it was for God's glory. And obviously there's probably a lot of good things that came out of that. 
But what what do you think? I mean, apart from just the general statement, this is this gives God's glory, right? Gives God glory. What do you think his intention was? Like, what was Jesus? And I know because he said it for the disciples' sake, right? So, what mm-hmm. do you think was the intention of him waiting? that long like the was it the resurrection of for him late like his resurrection he wanted to believe like what what do you think he was trying to get them to to grasp onto well i this is later in jesus ministry and remember after this miracle they were trying to kill him right and they were trying to kill lazarus uh because now they're saying after lazarus rose from the grave the whole world's going after him now yeah that this miracle kind of ratcheted up the end right you know as far as the Pharisees and the religious leaders really coming after Jesus. Right. And so this was one of the last miracles that he did, and it was pretty dramatic. I, the disciples had already seen Jesus heal how many people? Remember Tons. the end of the book End of book of John says, if, if we were to write down all of the miracles that Jesus did, okay. the whole world can contain the books. Wow. So we can assume they had seen hundreds, if not thousands, of miracles. They right. already knew Jesus could heal people. Right. So the whole purpose of this was not to demonstrate his power to heal, right. but in his power to resurrect. Mm-hmm. That's why he waited. That's good. He, and, and here we are talking about it 2,000 years later, uh, because uh, he gave us a very illustrated message right. of what salvation is. He sure did. <laughs> I, and, you know, I, I think back to him weeping, right? Mm-hmm. And I love what you said uh, in the message you went into is is personal to him, right? Because you know if you you read through the whole the whole gospel story, you know uh, these these two ladies, Lazarus, they were part of his life, right? They were in that they were in they're in a lot of spots, you know. Mm-hmm. If you if you overlay everything and look at it, so you know part of that you can read into is go, man, he was you know a lot of people have said it was because of the unbelief, it was because he loved Lazarus, like there's all these different things. One of the things, and you can speak to it, I thought is yeah, Jesus was still on earth and experienced emotions. You know, I like to lean what you said. That's his friend. Right. At the end of the day, it still stinks when you lose somebody. Exactly. Right? doesn't negate the power of God, though. You know? Exactly. Well, and again, I think some people struggle with this idea that God is some, is some distant thing or force, or when we walk through hardship, he's like, they're patting you on the head. Hey, it's going to be all right. Right. In this story, we see the scripture says Jesus wept. Yeah. And you dig a little deeper into the word study and you realize this was a, a emotional, deep, deep convulsive, wow. ugly cry. <laughs> yeah. You know, and it's so much so that the rest of that verse says that after says Jesus wept, and then the other said, See how how he loved him. Hmm. So his emotional reaction created such a visible yeah. thing that the people around said, Wow. This wow. guy really loved this guy, and I think what it does it gives us permission, right, to realize you know what when we lose people, when we lose things that we love, it's okay to be emotional. Yeah, and the God that you serve is a father. Yeah, and He loves us, and when we cry, He does wow. too. When we weep, He does too. And you know, I read last week that in 2020, America set a record for the number of people who passed away. Yeah, over three million. We've never had that many pass away in one year right? on record. So what that means is there's a whole lot of people experiencing loss right now. Yeah. And what that means is there's a whole lot of tears in heaven. Yeah. And if I get that, if I understand who God is and that he's my father and that he loves me, it becomes more real. Right. 
I don't have to fake it. I don't have to swallow my emotion. Right. I, I can be angry. It's right. okay. Because again, you get into the word today of that. It was an angry cry, right. angry at sin, angry yeah. at loss, just like us. Yeah. Because guess what? We're made in the image of God. We do the same thing. We really do. Yeah. You've experienced loss in your family. 100%. I've experienced loss in my family. We've walked through grief. And if there's one thing I've learned, embrace the grief. That's good. You know, because we're designed to. Right. Yeah. And if we, we don't, are, we are made in right. the image of God. To experience emotion, right? You know, you know, I've told you about how I, I plan that time in those rough moments to have grief and to just you know be vulnerable, um, which I think it's freeing for people to do that. But I love and and you speak to this too. There's this concept here that's so awesome to me because they're back to back. Is in this moment of deep emotional turmoil for him, right? He's crying. It's it's rough. It's an angry like like ugly cry, you right, know? Right. And in that, it didn't. It doesn't take away his power. It doesn't take away his ability to do and be all that he's supposed to be on the earth. I think there's a, uh, a disconnect, especially with men, for sure, but there's definitely a disconnect um, on the like on the earth, with men especially, that says crying is weakness or showing emotion is weakness, and there's this disconnect that, or this idea that I can't be emotionally vulnerable and be strong. Right. But I feel like Jesus kind of slapped that in the face and said, mm-hmm, nope, because yeah. I just was really weak and then was worked in and God's still, power. And still who I am. Right. right. Still Doesn't God. change me. Still raised him from the dead. Right. It didn't take away any of it. You're exactly right. You nailed it. Yeah. That's when, when I read that, or when I read that, I thought, this is good for, this is good for men, right? Yeah. And I think, I think what your whole, the whole idea of the message, right, this big point was that Jesus came to make dead people alive, to resurrect you. Right. Right, because there's this idea, especially with religious people. Now we're talking about people who come. This is their religious thing that they do every year. Right, is that this is just this is our checkbox item. But God yeah. wants you to be alive. Like there's and John ten ten says that he came to give life and life to the full. Right, right. I love that. Yeah, speak to that one more time. But because that was really good. <laughs> the whole idea of just yeah. Well, and this is alive. why this is why if you were there, uh, we shared the real life story of Bruce Richardson, yeah. member of our church, four years ago, he died yeah. in a prayer meeting. <laughs> I mean, he literally fell over, heart stopped beating, all, all from the end to the beginning, 67 minutes without a heartbeat. He's supposed to dead be dead, and if he was resuscitated, he should be brain dead. His right. brain should be fried. Yeah. But he stood up there on that platform and gave a testimony, and we sure watched did. his story that God completely brought him back to life, right. and his brain is incredibly good. Oh, yeah. And so uh, a powerful illustration that in That's order good. for you to be resurrected, you got to be dead, <laughs> you know? And no one uh, can be too dead right. to be resurrected. <laughs> That's good. I think that's powerful. I think so, you know, too. And if you're listening and you feel like, I'm too dead, I'm too far gone, I've done too much. No, 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 no. You can't be too dead Nope. to have a resurrection. Jesus can save. He can restore. He can heal. He can deliver. That's super good. Yep. And before we go, just in case you guys want to watch it, it is up on YouTube at the Grace AG Media. So make sure you go check out the full service. It's going to have all the illustrations, the songs, the video, the interview with Bruce. It's really powerful. Yeah. Super and that's powerful. not on this podcast because yes. of all of the vi- yes. visual elements that we had to the service. So many visual, but it was good. So you should definitely go check them out. 
uh, again, at the Grace AG Media. But Pastor Wayne, thank you so much for doing this again. Thank you. This is this is the best hour of my week so far. Woohoo! I love it. Yeah, I get to be a part of that. Yeah. Yes. But guys, thank you so much for joining us today uh, for the Deeper Grace podcast. We'll see you next week.